0: Radio. Okay, as promised in the studio and joining me right now because there has been a lot of media coverage of the eighth wave of the COVID situation going through Australia. I'm not too sure if it's reached here in Western Australia. I do believe it might have, though. Professor Yaya Dantas from the Curtin School of Population Health has found a way down the hill to have a chat with us. Thank you very much for joining us today, Yaya. Um, how
1: concerned are you
0: from your department, for example?
1: Um, I'm not concerned as such, Jenny, but I'm using more of a cautious approach. I'm actually noting what's happening in the other states. So there has been a rise in cases in GP presentations, in EDs and in hospitalizations and in aged care facilities in Victoria, in South Australia and in New South Wales. And the chief health officer of New South Wales is predicting another covid outbreak during christmas as has happened in the last two years
0: okay what about here in wa
1: at present in wa we have not reached the same numbers as in the other states but another thing that is not a problem but what we are not doing as a country is having epidemiological data that we had in the last two years because you can only get that data when there's PCR testing as well as rat testing and people report it. So nowadays people are doing more of the rat testing and once they are positive, then they stay home or they may not report it.
0: Yes, that is interesting. I mean, we learnt a lot, did we not, from the COVID situation? That it was pretty dramatic. It was very dramatic around the world. Yes. We closed borders, and it was very extreme. And we learnt as we went. And I do believe there have been reports done on how it was handled uh, from the outbreak last time. Um, have we
1: learnt enough? Do you think to stop, you know, the spread? We we have. The other thing is a lot of the population, over 95% of the population, especially those who are in vulnerable groups, are vaccinated. And most of them have had their fourth or the fifth doses. So my recommendation would be for those who are vulnerable, those who are elderly, those who have chronic condition, those who are immunocompromised should go and take their booster shot if there's been a gap between their shots,
0: this is very important because we've had a couple of people here from Curtain Radio that have come down with COVID. We've got um, one of our people at work here as a producer. She panicked a bit because she's a bit um, sensitive in her lung area. She'd had four and she went up today and had her fifth. Now, there is a criteria, isn't there? You yes. sort of outlined that. Yes. But we, the general public, um, if we've had our fourth, is it necessary or should we steer away from another one, another vaccination?
1: I I think we should just use a cautious approach and wait and see okay. with those who are below 65 and are in pretty good health. So if you're actually traveling to countries that are very popular, populous, then you might want to take another uh, shot just for your own protection protection. But otherwise, you just wait and take the precautions as you uh, as you yeah. wait and see. But those who are over 65 and those who have the chronic conditions, those who are immunocompromised, as I mentioned, should take the next shot if there's a time duration between shots i know there is vaccination fatigue i know people think you know we're taking these vaccines um again and again we'd be happy to (laughs) yes but they do make a difference today the running of the melbourne cup
0: thousands and thousands of people in melbourne victoria which is experiencing a heck of a rise of about 20 well 23.6 percent rise apparently
1: yes that doesn't look that healthy so what happens is when there's a rise, it will keep rising till it reaches a peak and then diminish. And when there's Melbourne Cup, there's going to be crowds, people gathering in crowds. People are unmasked, although, the, again, the chief medical officer and the government is, is they have not mandated, but they are recommending use of masks. Yes. But I think people are not masking because again mm-hmm. it's doesn't suit the outfit on the day does it uh, yes <laughs> as well as like i mean they, they yeah. feel that they've done all of this during the pandemic and now would like to move on in well some we ways. are weary
0: from it but we have to face reality i mean we were warned there would possibly be another pandemic come through the country people are traveling more again now yes and the spread could be quite fast really when you think about
1: it yes so rather than a pandemic there would be peaks or there would be increases in outbreaks it's like the flu season so basically Mm -hmm. in winter sometimes you have a mild flu season but sometimes you have a really bad flu season where there's a huge number of people who are hospitalized especially children Mm -hmm. and we know that last winter it affected the United States really badly where there was COVID there was the flu season and there was uh, RSV also. And RSV really impacted children. Is this a new strain? It's not. It's a it's a respi- respiratory virus. Right. So if you that have the, that weakened area. Yeah. So RSV was something that was identified in the United States last winter. And there were some cases also in Australia, but not of concern. Can we just go back a little bit and work out where COVID started?
0: What is it? How is it that it can turn and become another
1: strain and that sort of thing what are we up against here so it is a virus as we know and like all viruses they have the capacity to mutate and this one has been very unpredictable in the mutations that it has had so we know we started with the first first wave and the the mutant that came out of Wuhan and spread then it went on To The Delta outbreak, which was really, really severe in countries like India, Brazil, South Africa, and led to severe uh, lung, lung activity and compromised the lungs of many people, and people actually didn't have enough breathing apparatus and ventilators, and it caused a huge number of deaths, both in India and in Brazil. Then we had the Omicron wave, and we have had really different variants of Omicron that have been circulating since then. So now yeah. we have E five, and it has been called Iris. The variant is is the genomic testing, and they are labeling it uh, I, Iris and seeing how far it. Um, spreads yeah. In Latin America and another 30 countries at a certain time, there was the Lambda variant. So there were different variants at different times. Some were weaker than the others, but the Delta and the Omicron variant were the ones that were really strong, and the Omicron variant is still in circulation. So it is actually much more, it has spread much more than the Delta variant, but by the time Omicron came up, came about, in many countries of the world the vaccination ha- yeah. uptake had had progressed you said that it reaches a peak yes
0: And then if there's a decline of cases, would that be right? Is it because we have become, we mask up, we have our vaccinations and that sort of thing? We're more careful with our sanitation and that sort of thing. Is that the reason there is a decline?
1: No, not because of that. Uh, Viruses function like that. So when viruses attack, they'll, they'll reach a peak, but after the peak, they actually taper downwards less they have less strength yes they have less strength or you know people have had it and less people start being impacted by the virus they're very evil aren't they
0: (laughs) nasty little things what what about this then is it it going to continue to be in a situation where it mutates so really we have to be aware
1: ongoing so we have to be aware ongoing and that's the nature of epidemics so basically we had SARS, first SARS outbreak. It affected Vietnam, parts of uh, Vietnam, Vietnam very severely. This is SARS COVID-2 outbreak, which has been really severe and affected a lot of countries. We've had avian flu, another virus, but that affects birds more. Yeah. Then we've had um, the MERS, the Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome virus that affects people who are actually going to the Harch Pilgrimage sites. And all the time, there are carriers. So basically, from the virus actually finds a host. Most of the time, it can be bats, and then it finds an animal host like the civet cats, like the camels, like they're they're thinking that it was the pangolin in this in this case and then it goes on to human beings yes
0: okay but if you haven't been in touch or around these animals that you've just mentioned which we don't have a lot of here in australia it's been brought in has it from people coming in maybe from overseas oh okay yes so then it's the the
1: mobility you see and then in west africa a few years ago you had the really severe Um, Ebola outbreak so that affected Sierra Leone and other West African countries Mm -hmm. and that was really really critical but it didn't spread more than that and then there was the Zika virus and Zika virus affected Brazil and parts of South America but there was an impact because it actually impacted women and pregnant women and they had impacts on their children those who have been impacted by the zika virus so viruses really um, mutate differently and do different things in different parts of the world yes so it's really important that we have testing and and the ability to do genomic testing and
0: watch the spread now somebody's rung through Charmaine thank you for that the recommendation is to keep getting boosters i'm just reading what she has said to us but there are no there is no support for people that have or were injured by the vaccine oh, i don't know about that is there a plan to address this and provide support to those people affected were they affected by
1: the vaccine people there somewhere? is a small number yeah there's a small number of people who are impacted by the vaccine and all these adverse events are are listed so there can be mild list, uh, adverse events where you yeah. might have a headache or a rash it can be more severe and it can in, in very few cases around the world it has led to death you know so but for the adverse events and for those who have symptoms of long COVID there are long COVID clinics in every state of Australia so it's important that people who have the adverse events and who have symptoms of long COVID go to these long COVID clinics because it could reoccur the effects uh, no, just it can, it can okay. be just monitored Monited. per patient, okay. per- patient. So are the symptoms different this time the symptoms are different for every person because some per- a person might have COVID and have no symptoms at all and another one might why? Have,
0: can I ask why that
1: is it's just different how it impacts Um, each person. Is the health stronger in that person? Not necessarily because it could be a couple in a household and one has a really severe attack and the other doesn't. I've known um, friends and family who have had similar situations where one has had Covid and quite a severe attack, and the partner never got covid. Interesting, yeah. even though they actually cared for them while they were isolating. Mm-hmm. and know. In you know, in
0: contrast to that, we we're all wearing masks, so we weren't near people that might have you know been a carrier at some sort. Yes. How extreme do you think we have to get? I, I know I'm being a bit dramatic here, but of course it hit us so quickly last time. Yes. Uh, in WA, I mean, I know that in Melbourne they are you know suggesting to wear masks, and a lot of people are happy to do that now. What about in WA?
1: I don't think we've reached a stage where we should wear masks or not. But I I think people should carry masks and those who feel vulnerable should actually put them on. And and I think that's a choice that people have. And some people do it. So I've been in situations where people are still wearing masks. Some of my colleagues wear masks during meetings, during sessions. So I think people... Take that judgment call and yes. make that judgment call.
0: We have a caller actually. We'll uh, go to Bobby. Hello, Bobby. Hello there. Love
2: everything you guys do to start with. <laughs> uh, now th- with the injections, I had the AstraZeneca, and by luck, I had another problem and went to hospital urgently, and they found out I was full of blood clots because of the AstraZeneca virus uh injection it's
0: not just a story it is the truth oh yes my doctor yeah yeah via has said that actually some people are prone to it yes yes yeah, so there, there are
1: different yeah, sort of reactions sorry
0: oh. sorry bobby that's not it's not really good enough is it when i, I could have died oh look the, like you said via it's true i mean the COVID can unfortunately kill people as no, well no. Sorry, not from the virus, from the injection. Yes, I know that. But from the virus, if you yeah. hadn't had the injection, that can kill people. It's a very yeah. hard call at the time, isn't it? Yes.
2: Yeah, but nobody told me that I was running that risk. It was purely because I had another problem and went to hospital and got x ray you know, yeah.
0: what, whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah. It's a horrible experience.
2: Um, well, it uh, certainly shocked me. And people are not aware of the fact that well, it's taken as to... AstraZeneca off the market now they don't do that anymore oh, yes. interesting.
1: Yeah. so we, we have the Pfizer vaccine now and they, yeah. they are recommending um, Pfizer but there is a small number of people Bobby who do get reactions yeah. like yours and it, yes. it was good in your case that you went into the hospital for something totally different oh, and they identified a miracle, that
2: a yeah. miracle but I do know that a lot of people died from the blood clots not as fortunate as me. That's but why didn't they tell the public so that they had a
0: choice then? But they didn't That's know at that time, Bobby. They, they, this is had, the sad part. Hurt.
1: When when the COVID hit
0: so quickly, via I mean, everyone had to react quickly, didn't they?
1: Yes. Yeah. What yeah. happens is just with the nature of pandemics and with the nature of the human body in some way and viruses. Like as I was saying, yeah. some people react and some don't yeah. react yeah, and yeah. some have severe reactions and some have very mild reactions and so also with vaccinations so some people but might can I just ask you this doctor yes if someone said to me look
2: there's a chance you could get blood clots or you could get the virus i would have chosen the virus and not the blood clot situation yes it didn't even give us a choice
1: Yes, mm.
2: which is why I I feel blessed that I'm still here. But there's a lot of people who died,
0: um, unfortunately, so around the world from COVID. That's for sure. Yes, no, no, nothing to do with the
2: COVID. I'm talking about the injection. Yes, the I know It's
0: both. Yeah, very yeah. true.
2: Very. I appreciate you listening to me, but I just hope I might warn someone else before they rush in and have an injection what the risks
0: are yeah. yes and it's
1: important told. to know the risks and it's important for yes. the yeah. doctor to talk about the risks well, i'm glad you're
0: okay bobby thank you very much for ringing through thank you yeah. and thanks for your whole show everything good thank on you. you thank you bobby very much well you did explain that that particular vaccination has been taken off yes it's a sad learning experience obviously from that
1: yes. and the new one the pfizer there's the pfizer There's the AstraZeneca and the Moderna. The AstraZeneca was given to a lot of people in many parts of the world. I took two AstraZeneca ones. And the first two shots that I took were AstraZeneca. And then my third and fourth were Pfizer. So you can mix those. Our government then removed the AstraZeneca and have rolled out only the Pfizer and the Moderna mm-hmm. and then there's the novel vax also. So there's we've got three different vaccines. So we are very fortunate in this country that we have a choice of vaccines. So the general public if they do go to get a vaccination, they yes. should be saying to the doctor
0: particularly what their concerns might be and what would be the better one to take
1: no they they just need to actually tell the doctor what are the side effects but by the by now we know the side effects and that the side effects only affect a small number of people yeah we've
0: improved on it which is a good thing it's a sad way to learn but uh we learned a lot through the covid situation so finally your word to the people here in wa don't panic yes wear a mask if you feel more comfortable yes inquire whether you are in the category of needing another vaccination another booster a booster and that would be the fifth right yes and just finally too down the track if we have another one (laughs) come through down the track we'd look at another vaccination
1: down the track should we be having an annual vaccination I mean, I think they, they're going to watch for this year and see whether the booster shots will be required on an annual basis, just like the flu shot. That's interesting, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. I, would, I,
0: I should think so. So I'm sure you're watching very carefully from yes. the Coates School of Population Health. And yeah. uh, you're calm. I'm very comfortable that you've been speaking to it like that. Thank you so much for joining us today. Much appreciated.
1: Not at all, Jenny. Thank you. Very happy to be here and very happy to come again oh, and please do. Please do. Some Professor <laughs> Yaya Dantas. <laughs>
2: you